Point out the colors in you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome to Free Thinkers Radio. We are in the building tonight doing the final conversation on politics. Last one. Last one. Uh, this is Ebony Dixon, your host for the night, the baby jumper. Hey guys, this is Beth. Jeff Mobley. What's going on, everybody? JB Sampson. We have a few special guests in the house. Um, we have Mr. Antoine Seawright, who is joining us again from last week. Welcome back. I am so honored to be here. It's good to have Happy you. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Yeah. Happy Monday to you. All your right. You happy sing. Monday. He's been singing ever since he's been in here. We also have Mr. Jeff Mobley. Welcome. Hey there. Thank you. Glad to be here. Okay, Mr. Terrence Culp. Hey, Welcome, everybody. sir. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Appreciate and it. And last, uh, Zoe Warren. Yes, hello. Thank you guys for allowing me to be with you guys. Tonight. Thank you. Thank you for serenading us earlier as well. A serenade. So tonight we're just doing our conclusion on politics, and um, we know that you have to leave early, Zoe. So would you just kind of give us your take or your viewpoints on this election? I think it's a absolute sham <laughs> that um we have experienced what we've experienced as you know um voters as american citizens um we're talking about things that really don't matter that much um to the to the populace we're really more concerned with um real policy issues and it seems like we're just kind of thrown into a uh, jerry springer episode right now what things are so, you talking about that we don't um think matter that much we don't think that like you know syria and libya being completely dismantled systematically by our government who you know supposedly knows what's best for the world and so the installing governments and um causing such chaos that we would have to allow thousands and thousands of um, Muslims to come here and not be able to really find out where they came from. We caused the issues, and now we're talking about what somebody said 11 years ago, or we're talking about what Hillary Clinton did 30 years ago. We're talking about things that don't have any substance, when the things that do have substance are completely being dismissed and disregarded. You look like you want to say something about that bus. Um, well, 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 let's be clear. I've always been of the opinion. This is my opinion does not reflect anyone or anybody or any organization I'm affiliated with. This is just the gospel according to Antoine C. Rice. I want to be clear. First of all, I think you're wrong as two left shoes by saying that we're not talking about things that matter. Truth of the matter is all the things, at least on the Republican side, that we hear that have come out of the election are very important. Because the next president of the United States will then have to deal with some of the issues you talked about. But first, we got to take care of home. And in this process or in this business of taking care of home, we have to know who our next commander in chief is going to be here at home before we deal with abroad. And the things I've heard from the primary until now, from the GOP nominee Donald Trump, 
It's truly disturbing Whether you're Republican or not Whether you're independent Tea party, coffee party I don't care what party you are I think it's disturbing You know why? If you look at the footage from 10 years ago And I, I won't even get into the stuff we heard recently What concerns me the most Is a consistent pattern of behavior Of things that are said towards a certain group of people I'm personally offended when he goes to an all-white rally and talk about the needs and concerns of the African-American community, basically saying, if you're black, you got problems. All black people live in inner cities, and all blacks who live in inner cities are crazy. They live in poverty, blah, blah, blah. That's wrong, right? If you come to the South, most African-Americans live in rural areas. I have a problem with that. I have a problem calling him calling Mexicans Painting a broad brush saying all Mexicans are thugs and rapists and so forth. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with some of the things he said about women. I have a problem with some of the language he used because when you're president of the United States, you're the president for everybody. Mm-hmm. You're not just the president for black people. Barack Obama get a hard knock because there are a lot of African Americans expect him to be the president for black people. That's not his job. He is he, the president of the United States, so is supposed to govern from everybody. You are truly supposed to tr- do the best you can and govern from the center. And I think that's the place we have to get back to. So when you say that the things that come up that doesn't matter, it does matter because guess what? In some way, shape or form, if Donald Trump was to ever in a dream world be elected president, he's gonna have to work with women. Right, He's going to have little girls that's going to come to that White House for a visit. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to sit across the table from leaders from other countries who are women. So, how, you know, there's no telling what he might say. Isn't it, isn't, or, it, isn't, it, though, isn't it hypocrisy in a way to say broad stroke, you know, conservatives in their opinions and then say that he's broad stroking women? I mean, not saying that he may not be broad stroking certain issues, whatever. I mean, he's a... He was a reality show star, you know. I mean, we I'm knew, not, I'm not, not giving him a pass. We know, about... No, we know what we're going to get, though. When we get a Donald Trump, we already know he is a casino owner. We know he's a womanizer. We know that he actually had a, I mean, he was on the Howard Stern show. I mean, they, they talked like they did on the yeah, bus yeah, yeah, every but, week, but, every but, day. But let me, let me say, I'm not giving him a pass for the, I'm not giving him the Republican pass for saying, oh, he's not political. He's not that. No, he ran for the job of commander in okay. chief. He won the primary because Republican voters, I'm not giving him a pass. I'm not asking you, know you why? to. Well, let me be clear, because in 2008, when y'all tried to make pre- then Senator Obama the boogeyman, talk about he was unexperienced and did all that, you tried to do reverse and you can't. You know what's funny though, in, in 2008, I actually was praying in the spirit the entire night of voting because I knew that President Obama was going to win. And um, I didn't even vote because I knew he was going to win. In 2008, I was actually, all by in 2008, I, I knew and I prayed and I, and I believed in Barack Obama. Sure. Eight years later, I don't, but I did then. And so the reality is that I've changed my perspective totally because some things that I did not know, I now know. And all of those things that I now know are a consequence of a Hillary Clinton-run State Department co- combined with Democratic policies. I mean, like in the 1960s, give, in the yeah, 1960s, give an in the 1960s. Okay, I'll give you an example of Democratic policy and the and the ruin that it causes, and then I'll give you an example of how that plays out today. At 1960, whenever they would go door to door knocking on black women doors, like not just black women, anybody who was poor, wanting to give them state assistance. Okay, and that was a good idea. Like, if you're going to have state assistance, there cannot be a man in the house. So they incentivize women not having men in the house and getting state assistance. Now, 40 years later, the number one thing, I don't care who you talk to, philosopher, psychologist, uh, pastor, whatever, that what is the reason for so much violence among young black Americans on the street? 
lack of a father in the household. Now that's the consequence of democratic policy and action. Like, it's what toppled Chicago. It's what, it's what, you know, I, I think that your comedy is good. It's no, fun. It's, no, it's but this not, is not a comedy no, setting. It's, it's not comedy. But how are you going to say it, democratic policies that's what it is. are the reason why we don't have black males in homes? That, that, that it, if incentivizing incentivizing nonsense. Incentivizing somebody who would lie to the FBI. I mean, we, we talk about what is going oh, yeah. to influence little girls in the White House. What, lying to the FBI, lying to the Congress, as, as if evidence disappears and I can just get away with it? Well, just me, because you no, get away with it doesn't mean you're not let me, guilty. Let me stop here right there because I, I just don't do minutiae no more. Look, the bottom line is if, if Secretary Clinton did something that was wrong, trust me when I tell you, my man, she would have been under the jail. Not in the jail, she would have been okay. under the jail. The, from the Mina Connection scandal back in Arkansas where they're building weapons and they're outfitting airplanes to fly drugs, the, the governor of Arkansas was Bill Clinton. They completely dismissed the case. They did everything they could to get rid of it. Hillary Clinton, uh, there was a guy who was a rapist, raped a 12 year old girl. The evidence disappears, so she gets the guy off and laughs about it. No, that's have not a true. Pattern. No, that's, that's not true. No, no, stop. See, don't, they have don't, a pattern. Don't, no, don't listen, come. I listen to it. No, let's, let's, let's. I'm not going to sit here and lie about I listened to the entire tape. What she laughed about was this. She said, I, I have completely lost all faith in polygraphs. It, it actually damned her faith in polygraphs. You don't. You don't so lose you, faith in polygraphs unless you believe the person's lying. You are repeating so what you've heard, and if you if you, I'm if, repeating if you pay, what if you I heard pay, no, no. on a if, tape if, that Hillary Clinton if said, if you pay attention <laughs> and you deal with the reality and facts, you will know that that claim has been fact checked four or five times. I'm fact checking which, the which fact is why, right now, which is why the Trump campaign does not use that anymore. But what's, what's really interesting is it has not been fact checked. It's not true. It has not been fact checked. It's just been you can repeat people talk louder, they talk more, and so therefore they have the voice, and that's what the media has done the mo the mainstream media liberal oh, left media yeah, has actually out talked the republican or conservative side now i'm not necessarily even a republican as much as i was an independent that has seen that the media and most people that were talking about donald trump even republicans were lying on what he said they would say he said one thing and he didn't and so that's the only reason why i even began to, to support donald trump because i saw this concerted effort to say he was saying things he didn't say and that turned me off completely to your camp that turned me off completely to the rest of the camps for the republican party and it made me know so i would rather have somebody who's going to tell me the truth and say things i don't want to hear Let me ask you a question and somebody who's going to um, lie to me solution who are i mean who who are you for then i'm for donald trump now it was but it was a hard sell for me it was a very hard sell at first i was really for jeb bush and only reason why is because he was very moderate he did a really good thing for schools in florida you know and so black kids and hispanic kids their grades went up really high i was like that sounds i'd love to have something like Wait, that but, happening but, but, but you're saying uh, but so you're so you're saying because of an integrity issue uh partly you're voting for donald trump no no partly i'm just making sure i'm clear on what you're saying partly integrity but what i what i'm seeing is a pattern of corruption that has stemmed from Arkansas till now. And, and because of that, it lets me believe this, that the entire liberal media, the entire liberal mindset is willing to dismiss all of those things. And then, and, and then what happened in Libya and Syria as a consequence of, of liberal policies, as a consequence of foreign policy that Senator um, and Secretary of State Clinton was involved in making. That chaos is a consequence of her policies. What happened in Benghazi is a consequence of her policies. You sound absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, no, 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 wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. And so, so, so let me ask you this. Um, did those politics, did they follow capitalism? Does capitalism kind of set some of those things well, I, in motion, though? Maybe. I, I, because, I, I, maybe so. so. So if capitalism sets those things in motion, then they would kind of stem from... 
you know, from the Trump uh, elitist class. Well, not exactly. So it wouldn't be in that situation. You would actually not be coming from a political standpoint. I don't think. I well, think it's can more. I respond to that though? Your, your claim is that capitalism and Donald Trump is uh, they're, my, they're, my, my claim is actually wait wait a second because you're saying I'm, I'm, okay. I can I can stay a little, little clearer. I don't think that um, that's the groups. I don't think that's the separation place is between conservatism, conservatism and liberalism. I don't and think that's I, the separation I, place. I actually found um, a quote from uh, Derwin Gray, who is pastor of Transformation Church, okay. which I thought was, um, it, it spoke exactly to liberal conservative. And I, you, you guys know, mm-hmm. this is not my genre mm-hmm. at all, but it, it, it hurts me that it's, it's divided so harshly. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, like, that's just my personality, maybe. But um, it sa- he says, I think we have a, t- a tendency to divide perspective. Liberals theologically or politically look at systems, while conservatives will look at personal responsibility. I think when you look at Christ, and I think the model of the church, we are to look at both. Because systems and structures are made by people. And so what I believe and what I want to do is to influence people with the gospel and then go into the system with those people and change it. Mm-hmm. And I think that when, as, as believers, that is what we are supposed to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, you think Donald Trump is a believer? Uh, uh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. I say talk. no. I was going to say that, that that sounds very poetic, uh, Pastor Gray, and I'm a fan of his, but I wonder what does that mean in your term? It means that yeah, it, me it, as a person, I impact someone today so that tomorrow my kids will not be faced with... Same um, challenge. Charity. Yes. Right yes. Well, it, this may not be an issue that we can fix today, okay, you guys? Like, I don't believe that these issues can be fixed today, but we have the ability to come together and fix these issues for our next generation. And that is something that's really important. I can impact Mm -hmm. these kids so that they could possibly be in, you know, the local office. I'm glad you said that. So out of the candidates we have on the table, and I want you to be true to, out of the the (laughs) candidates we have, who do you think will bring this country more to a center Mod, a moderate middle and that could truly impact the next generation well, let me, honestly let, let me good, not divided really, us well, let me answer question. that in, in my in my uh, my personal view on the matter because as a Republican uh, this has been a particularly dispiriting election season um, our vote is important you know the stakes are high but the vote is not the only thing that we can do and that kind of goes along with, with what Beth says you know participating in uh, in the government in a, in a process like we, we can in America we cannot uh, diminish that privilege mm. and the right to go and exercise uh, our vote but we also have to remember that's not the end of the story you know we're, we're, community is more than just uh, government and more than just voting now mm. um, I, what's dispiriting for me is uh, I believe you know there are there are arguments and debates to be had about things like has the war on poverty have our welfare programs over the past few decades have they achieved the goals they were intended to achieve are there better ways to do that you have people like Paul Ryan who maybe have 
maybe some ideas about maybe we could try something different. That the, what, What's overshadowed all of that is we've got Donald Trump, who, in my personal opinion, has been irresponsible. And, and the thing is, Reckless. is e- even, even on, as Zoe said, not everything that Donald Trump says that he gets attacked for is really, you know, as horrible as it makes sense. But the problem is he has said so many truly horrible things <laughs> that it's difficult for somebody like me to, do, to go defend him. Now, and now, my personal view is that Hillary Clinton is not an honest person. Uh, and in her official capacities, she has not done a spectacular job. I'm in a position, I don't feel like I can support either one. There's a guy named Evan McMullen who's going to be on the ballot in some states, including ours, South Carolina. Right now, uh, if the election were today, I would be casting my ballot for him because I want to make a statement. You know, it, it might be some people say you're throwing away your vote. You're not. You're not. It's not a consequential vote. Well, Dave taught us a couple weeks ago that it's not throwing away your vote. It's it's a statement of what I'm not willing to support. I and, learned and, and that. I can only go so far. A couple weeks ago. And that's that's right. the statement I'm going to make with my vote. I respect anybody for their political opinion. But if we're going to deal with political reality, let's deal with facts. All this discussion about the media came up after some tapes come out. When Donald Trump was cruising through the Republican primary, bullying his way, and the media when literally George Bush Sr., who I admire, Bush 41, came to Charleston, South Carolina to support his son. They went from a former president in Charleston, the media, the same people he was bashing, uh, the media in Charleston went from a clip of this man endorsing his son to Donald Trump walking off a plane. And all of a sudden, because the media is digging deep and doing what his campaign should have done, and that's the opposite of research, but he wouldn't allow them to because he was so arrogant, as quoted his former campaign manager, Corey, Corey Lindesky, the other night on CNN, said he would not allow him to do that. He did not do that. So he rode this media wave, didn't spend... What he spent like hundred thousand dollars in the primary or something minimum like that. So now all of a sudden, because the media is bringing up his craziness over the past, you know, years, his previous years, uh, all of a sudden it's the media problem. The, rig- the election is rigged. Da, da, da. Look, no, listen, no, no, I, I, you're going a little far with that because I, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's just that. I think that the media has dismissed, and Wall Street Journal ag- agrees. Um, Hillary Clinton sins. They, they don't talk. They just completely dismiss it. Bro, this late. Listen, Hillary Clinton has been the most tried, tried and tested public servant probably in our history. No, but listen, she's the most. Be honest with you. If you're gonna hire someone, but if you're gonna hire someone, if you're gonna hire someone, okay, if you're gonna hire someone, and they have a past history of letting sewage overflow houses, and then not do not not go in to fix the house until 14 hours later, or doing things where the house is gonna explode, is on fire, and you're not not sending your people to go and check on the house. I, I don't want to hire that person to come do the sewage at my house. Now, Donald Trump does not have a history politically, but he hasn't allowed sewage to overflow the 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 the, the consulate. But he has paid thousands of contractors. Sure, surely, surely you're joking because 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 Donald Trump has been has been has been checked and checked by a lot of people from his bad business dealings to you want to talk about corruption. This is the same man who used his foundation to pay legal fees. He has been fined for paying off an attorney general in okay. Texas. And See, in Florida. The, the, no, no, the no, idea let me, let me finish. I'm sitting there listening to your hogwash. The idea is the hypocrisy. <laughs> and, and you know something? The thing about the hogwash is that if it gets the pig clean, then I'm going to keep speaking it. Because well, the reality is that your your position is hypocrisy. Because I'm 
looking at billions and billions of dollars stolen from Haitians. I'm, I'm talking about ruin, just completely mishandled. The Clinton Foundation, yeah. And this is the, but this is how they handle billions of dollars. Six billion dollars disappears bro, bro, while she's a State Department. My man, my man, listen that's, to me. That's, that's if insane. Hillary Clinton was so bad, let's let's just be honest with ourselves, right? If Hillary Clinton was so bad, she never would have been to the place that she is now. Would well, you give well, that? Well, let's say I'll, I'll say that. Let's be honest about this. If anybody were the Republican nominee other than Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton would be losing this election. I, I, would, I, would, be, I would disagree, which is why Kevin McCarthy, the majority leader a few months ago when this Benghazi hearing which the Republicans wasted millions of taxpayers dollars talking about Benghazi and when she sat in the hearing for 11 hours which is why when he ran for the speakership he he, he accidentally admitted look this was just a tactic to take down Secretary Clinton's polarizing numbers right so the, the arguments you make about Hillary I think they're just the talking points you've heard repeated the bottom line is, is Secretary Clinton was so bad I don't even watch she the news. never she <laughs> never ever would have made to the place where she she never would have made it to the US Senate she never would have been appointed to Secretary that's, of State that's she ridiculous. never would have gained that, the respect that's ridiculous. she had among her colleagues and she never ever that's a ridiculous never would proposition have, bro, before, never. She got, before she got in the race there were Republicans urging her to get in this race and the minute she got in there were Republicans who say before the race, before the horse even left the barn, saying, "Look, we're we're supporting you because people." Well, Republicans let me tell, let me tell you said, why. <laughs> Republicans have said this is the most qualified person to ever run for this office. She is fit for the job. Okay, what did they say four years ago? The exact opposite. Well, now I will say, I will say this: Barack though. Obama uh, and Michelle Obama said the exact opposite. Uh, four years ago. Just, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, a, just, a, just, just, just a quick, a quick point ago. on that, though. This is the first time that a Secretary of State has been this close to becoming president, and okay. and and the office of a Secretary of State does have a certain thing to it. You know, it does, does have a certain amount of experience yeah. that uh, other all of our other presidents were like governors and things like that. They didn't there's have the same form. There's an okay. experience there certainly, but I think the premise of of Antoine's comments earlier. If she were so bad, she never could have ascended to this level. That the premise would lead you to believe it's impossible to be a corrupt politician at a high I, level. I never I, said she was corrupt. I'm just giving you the fact. I'm giving you the facts of you. You 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 ran for office, so you're you're no political dummy. And don't take that the wrong way. You're no political dummy. You know. If you're bad, you won't make it. You won't make it to second base. That's not true. That, that there are. I think we can think of examples of people that have ascended pretty far that we would look back on as bad apples. Richard, now, Richard Nixon. Now, yeah, yeah, that's that's a good example. That, that's a good. One. Now, I, I, now with Hillary, Hillary Clinton, Clinton there, there are some things. You know, it, it's you could call it carelessness. You could call it whatever you want to call it. But when you have um, people who are big donors to the foundation, the Clinton Foundation. And those people get meetings at the State Department, uh, and uh, it's like, oh well, we weren't careful enough. I mean, and then and then they, you know, they get to ask about who knows exactly what they're they're lobbying for when, in those meetings for the State Department. When you have an aide to the uh, Secretary Clinton, uh, Mr. Kennedy, ask the FBI to reclassify an email. You're talking about emails just came out that that we've already seen from fact. First of all, let's not let's be clear right, that it, that's but a the, email it was, right? it was, talking about it was, Okay, so that's, so, that's right. so let's that's be right. clear about the emails just came out. One, it was a criminal thing to hack emails. That's number one. Let's not get away from that fact. Number two, we all know based on some of the emails they put out already that some of the, uh, some of the emails have been altered. We know that. Based well, on some of the emails, so we don't know what until we and so I think it's I think it's a little early for you to be jumping the claim saying yeah that's true because it came from WikiLeaks. I don't think no, we no, have no. to. I'm thinking you see a pattern of you know at first 
Oh no, I've I've given you everything. Well, I haven't given you everything. There's some over here, and uh, well, it's never it was never classified. Well, it was never classified when I saw it, and then and then you know she keeps having mistake to after mistake change, after mistake change after the mistake story. After mistake or I mean, it's either she's extremely and her the people that she hires are extremely inept, and that in itself is not the kind of like plumber I want coming to the house with his servicemen, somebody who's going to make mistake after mistake, or it's complete deception. And so there's, those are the only two options I have. She's either hires inept people and she's inept, or she's completely deceptive. So you want to talk about Hillary, but you don't want to deal with the realities of your candidate. I will. Absolutely. Ask you me a question. Why, you, you, as an African-American man, sit here and look at me and tell me that Hillary Clinton is bad, but you got Donald Trump who has flat out lied about the issues we have lied in the black community. Lied about what? Tell me. He talks about black people being in poverty. He talks about inner cities being so bad. He says you can't walk down the street essentially in a black community in without getting shot. Yeah, I mean, no, no, it's, no, it's no, very he, challenging. no, 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 no. <laughs> See, that's where you want to stretch the talk about. He didn't say Chicago. He said inner cities. He, and I have every, almost I have, every single time he talks about inner cities, he talks about Chicago yeah, but and that's the gun not violence. True because have you been to Chicago? I've been to Chicago just a few months ago and walked down Plymouth Street. Places and I don't where, get shot. Listen, brother, you tell I'm a black American, so therefore I'm supposed to have some feeling for the Democrat policy. Listen, I'm not saying uh, there, there are places. there are places in Columbia, Columbia, South Carolina where black folks live. I'm a minister. I work at a mission. We feed 100 to 150 people every day. A hot meal. We give them food. We give them clothes. We do their feet. Everything. But there are places in Columbia, South Carolina where I don't go. There are places where black folks don't go no more. I, it's true, man. Well, Come on now. I, well, well, to, to, to be honest, I, I, I be in a lot of those places though. They, yeah. they, they, they say, but, but, no, but that doesn't mean everybody goes know. there. They, I mean, everybody. Certain kind of African American. I, I will say, I will say this uh, because because I do see um this, this convo is going in a certain direction, and we are supposed to be informing. And I will say this, and I and, and I, while while I, I respect the, the the opinion, but I think even actually on both sides, there's there's a certain um okay, this is politics. Yes. And neither, no. There is there is a there is a very small percentage of, of of politicians that are that honest. True. You know what I'm saying? You don't you don't you don't you're not able to serve this large, vast, um, and very diverse palette of people. You know what I'm saying? And really be honest, you can't you can't please all the people all the time. No, you can't. There's no way. And so and so if you're if you're trying to win popular votes. There's going to be something. So, so when we, when we're talking about who we're going to vote for, who is going to allow the? Because I I mean you know big big government, small government. Okay, who's going to stay out of the way and let the community actually progress out of the two? Now and I, and I and I would out say the, out of the out, out, now out, out of those, because, not, if we're talking about the two, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> if we're talking about the two, if we're talking about the two, because this is a this right, is a bipartisan right. show. This is not this is not either either way. Now. Um, if we're talking about the two, uh, when we have um, problems, because see, see, because there are problems, there are problems with with the Hillary thing. We 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 jumped ahead about almost for almost about a whole hour last week. So I got to tell you, <laughs> as, a, as a Trump supporter, I got to be, I, yeah, I mean, please. I, I got to be That's real, great. I got to be real with you. Yeah, your, your candidate has serious integrity problems in the, in the in the private sector. Okay, with the people that he is to serve. Okay, that's the problem. That, so, so when it talks about who can I not vote for. I, I couldn't vote well, for Trump. I, I can see you saying the things but, you say about that, that you say about Hillary and feel yes, that way. Yes. But how do you turn that into a tr- Donald Trump vote? Well, my my hope is this that because I work at a mission, right? And uh-huh. so, conservative Christians are the most charitable people in the world. Mm-hmm. Most atheists don't give to charity; they give to social programs. So, so, so socialism was born of atheism. 
because it's a, a way that you can not have charity, but the state takes care of everyone. And so as long as you're giving and you're taxing you're, with your taxes, then that's your giving. That's not caring for the poor. Well, no, well it, it is, but it's a different way to care for the poor than the way we experience it as Christians. Like most Christians, especially conservative Christians, every Sunday, somebody's beating them over the head to give to the poor. And so they're coming down to the mission. They're giving us stuff. They're, you know, and, and there's, there's, there's liberals that come there too. Democrats that come there as well. There's Democrats that work there, you know, because they want to help people. Do you actually take the political affiliation of everyone that, that, that donates? Most that often, yeah, I have conversations with them because I, I have, a, I have a, a, a philosophy that's built on this, that I don't necessarily believe in the overall goodness of people. I believe that people are fallen. Now, I believe that now, when, I, now when you say that, I'm, and I'm sorry to cut you off, but I, okay. I, I, I just had to, before, before you go to the next sentence, right. now you're saying in inner city Columbia, South Carolina, yeah. Mostly conservatives are given to your charity. Uh, given to the charity. I mean, not, not just here, because I, I, I also I minister in Pakistan. We have a mission in Pakistan as and well. In Pakistan, there's conservatives giving to. No, the people that are in other states here in America that give to our mission in Pakistan as well. So the ones that you actually can can give a political affiliation to, because I'm, I'm still a, I'm still yeah. a, of the of the first point that I made. I understand. Where you, when you when you're saying that there is a it's it's a political thing that's it's causing this pe- these people to do yes. this and these people to do yes. that, and I. Well, listen, I don't if, quite. If, if you, I don't okay, see that. Whenever, whenever somebody takes my money and says, "This is how you should spend your charity," I say, "That is not allowing me to help my community here," because the guy in front of me that has a need right now, I want to be able to give him that money. Now, just because I I make money, I make a lot of money, doesn't mean that it should be taken. So what I, what I really like about mm-hmm. Donald Trump's policy ideas is that if I have more money to give, then I can give locally. And most Christians, like I said, they're at churches and they're being told to give all the time. And mm-hmm. when times get tough, we have to we give less. When times are, 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 we give more. I mean, nobody's perfect. I wish they could give. So which which side tells you how to spend the money and which side doesn't? Are you the, saying- the socialist policy says, you give me the money, we will have programs that will spend it the way it's to be spent. that's spended. because they have better research well, than, not than necessarily, a private organization. Because they have like- people that make $80,000 a year to do what my pastor does down at the mission, and she doesn't get paid anywhere near right, that so, much. But they don't have the I same will data, say, right? So I thought that was a little crazy, but I, I do see that it says that solid red states of the Bible Belt, Utah, give more of their income to charity than those who don't. Well, well, so, well, well let's I mean, be clear. In, there's in, a Bible Belt. It says Bible it Belt. Does, right? And Utah, which okay. is Mormon. So, so in, in, I don't want to. I don't want to get. I don't want to get onto. I don't. We That's didn't talk about this. Right. <laughs> so, well, we can talk about the philosophy that, that goes behind me actually supporting a Trump candidacy. Right. And, and it, it's very policy driven. I mean. I don't. Uh, well, even, well, is it policy or is it faith? Because both. You talk about faith. Because okay, so, my, my so do you believe Donald Trump is a person of faith? I, I believe that he is a carnal Christian. I believe that he believes in the Lord Jesus Christ, but he has not been discipled. He has not been trained to live like a Christian. He came from a very, very, I mean, sordid past, very checkered past. I mean, obviously from the Howard Stern show to now, and but he has. Obviously, it's not just the Howard Stern faith. show. We see a continued pattern of, of what course Donald you do. Trump of is course saying. You do. If you have anybody that's fallen, you'll see a continued pattern of fallen behavior. So, so why can't but you extend I, the same grace to Clinton? Yeah, 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 so why can't you extend the same grace? I do. If she if she repented, I would. Well, first of all, and that's a slippery slope. We start talking about repentance because we don't know what her relationship with God is. So I don't want to get tell on, you what it is. I, I don't I don't want to get on the platform and start talking about whether or not she's repented, but it's not I mean do, publicly I, saying that well, she was I can tell you she has. Well I, I just find it interesting that uh we are so forgiving of Donald and so condemnatory of Hillary. 
I, I don't I don't see how you reconcile because she's always a been a very good Methodist. Is what she said. She's yeah. always been a good Methodist. It's like Joel Osteen getting caught in adultery as opposed to Jay Z. Uh, we would almost expect to find some of that stuff in Jay Z's background, let's get but we would not you accept it in Joel Osteen. I would. I feel disgusted. Can I can I talk on somebody that is undecided? Like you know. There we go. So Ebony, have you? Have you decided? Are you still undecided? Can I ask that? So, I think that I probably sway more conservative just because of the way I was raised. But I um, I have bo- voted on both sides of the ticket. I am registered independent. Um, I So, I can't vote for Donald Trump because I just I I don't know kind of what he says what he stands for kind of makes my stomach curl a little bit um and so I can't vote for uh Hillary because I am very pro-life and which is the reason why I and Gary Young, I, Gary um, Johnson is also pro choice. Right, yeah. So for me, like I can't vote Gary for Johnson from the Libertarian Party, right? Correct. Okay, is he ahead. libertarian or independent? Yeah, who's no, the, who's the right. independent? Gary Johnson is the libertarian. Yeah, yeah he's the libertarian party. Okay. Joe Stein is the Green Party. Yeah, that's right. right. So it's a, a lot of Christians I see are saying, "Oh, I'm going to vote for Jerry Gon- Johnson because they can't vote for either one." Of the can't vote for him either though, because right? libertarians are pro prostitution. I don't understand what like their focus is. Like I can't wrap my mind around Liberty. that. Can, can I, but can I? but as a believer. Oh, you talking about the people? I'm talking about the Libertarian Party. They're no, no, no. But as a believer, too. how you how you can say that you're going to vote for him? I don't understand. I mean, maybe somebody can understand. Can I can I take my pro Clinton hat off and help you just from a pure tactical standpoint? Seriously. Absolutely. As an independent voter. I'm in the business of politics, right? I don't think, when you can disagree with me or agree, I don't think there's ever one candidate you're going to be 100% for on every issue. I agree. That, that is that is not this business, right? I agree. I would, I'm not married, but I suspect you are. You told me you have children. I don't think you agree with your wife 100% of the time. You would be right about that. <laughs> so, I, so I don't want you to get caught up in this idea that these people who are trying, who are just blah about the election to have you thinking that you have to be 100%, 70%, or even 60% one way or the other on, on with a candidate to to cast your vote for them. At the end of the day, it's what I think you said or maybe you said earlier. One, who's best for the job, but two, who's going to make the greater impact for future generations? And so, that but, may not have anything to do with the platform they campaign on. That's the truth. But like for my conscience, sure. I can't vote because for me, abortion is murder. So I cannot vote or a candidate that is very pro-choice. Well, well, what's the difference between what? And, I, and I'm asking the question because maybe I, maybe I live on the rock, and I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to propel you one way or the other. But what is wrong with a wimp, a woman having a choice? Well, I mean, Beth, you know, I, I can. I'm sorry. Yeah, answer. I, that. I'll, I'll let you answer. Um, I think the question was directed to you. Um, I think it was both of us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Rather, and, and I'm I'll, not advocating one way or the other. I'm just asking the question seriously. Well, for for my part, yeah. As someone who is pro-life, I will just say for me, 
I try to keep it very, very simple. I believe there are two lives involved, not just one. And so um, you have uh, the mother who has human rights and you have the child who has human rights. And so for the same reason, I would say it's not acceptable for a two-week-old baby uh, to be gotten rid of. Uh, that's also why I don't think an unborn child, say it, 24 weeks of pregnancy should be So can I ask you a question? So if, because this is the agreement most, most conservatives I know, I don't know, most conservatives I know agree in what I call the, 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 the meeting in the middle, right? If it's rape, incest, I don't, I'm not in favor of those exceptions. You, you're not. For I'm, I'm personally not. Okay. Because, and, and for and again, I'll, and I'll make an analogy. Sure. Don't put the child to death for the sins of the father. Is basically that baby is yeah. a baby. I mean, it's, and, um, it's a life, and that baby has, I believe, should have the opportunity to live. And I and to that, ask now, a question though: Is there so, a way to save the the the, the life of a of a person who, if childbirth is gonna is going to? Yeah. That is a is that, really good are, question. And I would procedures for that or anything like I, that. That's why most moderate moderate is. Uh, and I believe in the sovereignty of God. Mm-hmm. I believe that if I was in that situation personally, mm-hmm. that I would, I would not. Would that be something that you would have child. to put on non And that's, though? I have. You see what I'm saying? When, when I understand. Are, so the, I absolutely, but, and that is why for me, for me personally, I cannot vote a certain way, I that think, certain way. Me I'm pro-life, I'm, I'm not, also pro-choice. I no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. telling you how to vote. Mm. I'm saying on my personal conviction, I got pregnant mm. when I was 18. Right. I absolutely looked into abortion, 100%. Right. Okay. okay, I am the girl that should have had an abortion. If you look at my circumstances, right. how I got pregnant, I, I would rather not yeah. say right. here, but... I should have. My daughter is beautiful. She's 14. I placed her for adoption. She is beautiful. She Mm -hmm. is touching lives. She is making a difference. I mean, I know because I, I get. And that's the grace of God, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe every child deserves that chance. Yeah, that's that's the thing though. That, that, but is that the every time thing? So what do you do about the? If if we find out if if you're in situations where if you outlaw it completely. Right, shut all the. I've heard, and then they're going to have underground. I believe right now there's already underground. I believe that there's also people that follow the rules, and so they're not going to have an abortion because it is not okay. Like how now? How long can you have an abortion up to? Like how many weeks? Six weeks here, I think. Six weeks. I mean, like some states, it is considered almost full term. It's just hard for me to see. I, mean, I, I guess it's hard for me to just see outlawing it because of that, though. I mean, to say that there's no op- other not, option and, because, and, like, and don't well, and don't misunderstand. I do not. Right? I do not believe. I do not believe that. Well, I don't smoke marijuana because it's not legal. But, but I'm saying, you, you know but, what but, I mean? We, like, we I don't. Know that it, yeah, but you saying if it was legal, you would? I don't know. David, if, I've if, never if been I can in that take situation. that same, there, there are lots of you know. I, I believe uh, abortion is an act of violence. It's a violent crime. You no, know, so mm-hmm. there are lots. There are lots of violent crime that happens. That's that you could argue. Well, that's going to happen whether it's legal or not. Should we just go ahead and legalize? Armed robbery, well, right assault, now, and well, Right now, it's not about legalizing it, but you're talking about delegalizing it. You see, what I'm saying taking it off the table. 
Whereas, I, okay, I guess, but there are other, op- but those options end up being non-medical. So, so, so while it's legal, you have a medical option. Not, not, not because, because at the end, of, and I think me and Beth talked about this before. Is that to me when you're talking, if you're pro-life and you're in the church, then pro- being pro-life is to change the hearts of those who would have the abortion. And, not to and that is why you will never find me out picketing. You will never find me out telling people that they're terrible like i believe in god's grace and if you have had an abortion i believe that god's grace covers you you know what i I mean like i do not i do not believe in going out and picketing i think that that is not going to help anything at all that's where you have you build a relationship with people so i'm i don't mean to take over the conversation i'm just saying that i really i do really have issues with who i'm voting for because i do feel very strongly about that subject and i think that there are other people in the same situation as me because they feel strongly and they're allowed to feel strongly we're all people we have different we have different stands that are really important to us that maybe god has placed on us um and so i feel like there's many people where I am. Maybe the issue is not. And I always thought conservatism was about smaller government. Well, I think. Uh, so how do you well, small think, government again, but big government when it comes to abortion? Again, and I, I don't. You know, we. we a, a, you, you know, can all, you can always you, you can always spend time on abortion, and, and I think you know the larger point is you're not going to agree with every candidate, but you you have certain standards that are thresholds for you. Absolutely. But, but to that question, like, you know, um, big government, small government isn't. We're talking about the Declaration of Independence. We are endowed by our Creator with the right to life, liberty, happiness. Life, the first one mentioned there. So, mm-hmm. whatever size government you believe in, it, we have we're in a civil society. Uh, we consent. You know, government comes by the consent of the people. But, but one of the basic things of government would be to protect, uh, you know, the rights of people to live at the expense of liberty, though. Well, yes. Every every law, every law, right. is a trade-in for freedom. Every single law. But but in our society, you know, we we make that deal as a people right. on certain things like we're going to protect private property. You know, stealing is going to be illegal here. Right. We're, we're going to. Well, um, and that's what's know. funny though, because stealing is illegal in yeah. certain ways, and then it's legal in other ways. Well, like like maybe taxes. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, but you know, so so we agree on some things. Yeah. You know, it's it's not okay to you know commit armed robbery. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's not okay to commit grand larceny. Um, it's, it's not, not okay it's to not kill a it's not not right? okay to, to right. murder. And so and so in, in as somebody who is uh, pro life, it's, it's very logical. It's simply the question is not. Is this um, a human life? Because scientifically, there's no debate about this. A human life. The question is, is it a human life worthy of the protection of the law? And I believe it is. Mm, okay. So, I mean, it seems like you're saying one life is more. The life inside is no, more important. I'm saying they. I'm because, saying because they cannot have to make. There are two. Because that's two, two not one. With, that's usually what happens with my. All I'm saying is there are two, not one. They both should be considered. They should both be saved if at all possible. The circumstances in which you have to choose. One or the other are actually very, very rare, and most that of the time, true. the procedure that is likely to save the mom will you will also allow you to save the child. But mm-hmm. even if, as a mother, I would rather them, I would I would mm-hmm. take my life. Right. 
You rather take your. I, I, I do not favor Absolutely. any law that would prevent a doctor oh, from saving a woman's life if, if she were threatened hold by on, the pregnancy. Hold on, hold on a second. Jane's been trying to jump in here for oh, about sorry, 30 James. minutes. I'm sorry, James. No, it's okay. I, I, uh, I'm the type of person I don't like being interrupted, and I also don't like having to interrupt. That's too much work. I ain't got time for it. Um, I'm not really into politics. I don't know a whole lot about politics. I'm not going to lie to you. So, and I like being educated. You know, I like, I'm glad this has been good. I've learned uh, a lot through this conversation, uh, just as I did a couple weeks ago with the initial um, conversation that we had. Uh, Dave taught us that your vote does matter. It does count. And he actually explained to me why I'm not registered to vote. Um, I have been told my entire life, you have to vote, you have to vote, you have to vote. Nobody ever told me why. So I didn't register to vote. I just found out two weeks ago why I should register and why my vote actually would count if I would vote. Um, so therefore, that's why I'm not voting this year because I missed the, you know, I missed the time limit because I just found out two weeks ago why voting is even important. Wow. Um, and that's why we do so, this, man. Yeah. Real I think talk. people really need to, hey, first of all, just all I really want to say is that I think people need to be properly educated on voting because I honestly don't think it's done in schools because mm. if it was, then I would have known like six years ago before I graduated high school. Um, and if when it comes down to it, y'all are bringing up the point of, you know, who's going to be the better person to really uh, have a better tr uh, possibility of a trajectory of change um, for our future. And obviously it's not going to be a very near future. Um, truthfully, from what I'm seeing, I can't really say that it's going to be better <laughs> with either of these candidates right now. Um, like once again, people are probably going to hear me and be like, oh, well, what you have to say doesn't matter because you're not registered to vote. Oh, well, I still have a right to opinion, so I think that's false. But at the end of the day, it doesn't look good for either candidate. It doesn't matter whether Hillary or Trump is going to be elected. I mean, I guess it matters, but I can't say that I know that Which I can trust be either one's going to really have better off for our future at the moment. Um, but uh, as far as this whole thing goes, when you really think about it, it all, it all comes down to this. Um Revelation says that things are going to get ugly. That's a very. That's just a paraphrase. It says things are going to get ugly, and if you really that's look the, at the that's way the living Bible translation, that, I don't even. It's it's probably, there's probably better. It's probably better than that. It's the message but, um, is <laughs> but at the end of the day, things are going to get ugly. That has been stated. That is fact. Whether you do or don't believe in the Bible, whether you do or don't believe in Jesus, that's just fact. Things are going to get ugly. Things have been getting ugly. They still are getting ugly. They're going to continue to get uglier, as the old proverb that's not in the Bible says. Things are going to get worse before they get better. Mm. So at the end of the day. I don't really know who to tell you to vote for. All I can tell you is pray about it. Mm -hmm. All right. And Tim. I don't think we are necessarily uh, apocalyptic. Uh, I'm still yet optimistic. I have a, a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old and a 17-year-old that I have to be hopeful for. So the language of this election has really bothered me because it is devoid of hope. And as a minister of Jesus Christ, we're called to preach the good news. And I'm not hearing many of those who uh, profess mm -hmm. Christ uh, mentioning any good news. There seems to be this uh, very uh, divisive uh, attitude, and that mm -hmm. that really bothers yeah. me. Now, mm -hmm. whoever you vote for, here's what here's what I say. There's a, there, there's some we say in our community, you know, uh, you know, if someone uh, shows you who they are, you believe them. Mm -hmm. What I am seeing is that I don't have to 
do any digging on Donald Trump. He tells me who he is every time he opens his mouth. And so I am prone to believe what he says. Now, I'm not prone to believe necessarily what people say about Hillary because people have said things about me that are not true. But every time he opens his mouth, he continues to put his foot in it. And so, I would now. Be, <laughs> so I would be ignorant. I would be ignorant to ignore what he says but because of some foreign hope that does not exist. And so I just ask my brothers and sisters who are thinking of casting that vote for Donald Trump, have you been blind? Have you closed your eyes and closed your ears? Listen to what he has said and then make your decision. That's all I got to say. Uh, let, let me, because I know I think time's running out. I, I didn't come here to argue with my man. I just, I strongly disagree. And I'm actually disappointed. Um, from what I heard, but that's fine because we all have our rights and opinion. I respect you, your vote, you support. I res- I respect your undecidedness at this point. I hope that you will see the bigger picture. Know there's no such thing as a perfect candidate or unflawed candidate, and that at the end of the day, it's about if you can agree with the person majority of the time. That's that's just what it's about. There are preachers who support Secretary Clinton, believe it or not. There are pastors who support Donald Trump, believe it or not. They're crazy. I mean, you got. I mean, that that's up for you to decide. Um, You're right. That's that is not for anybody to decide. That, that's for you. It's to a decide. personal decision. That's a personal, decision. That's a personal journey. We, I respect that. Yeah, I and so, agree so, with But I, I do want to talk about my candidate for a second because somehow or another we've gotten away from the issues. And any person who is clear as day when they talk about issues, and my friend, I respect your third party candidate. But when it comes to issues, and I and I mean issues that matter to everyday people, my girl's a choice. When you talk about serious things that we will face as the next president will face, first and foremost, the most important thing, take issues off the table. The most important thing the next president will do will appoint a Supreme Court justice, maybe three or four. That's, That's one of the me. only things that makes me think about Donald Trump. But anyway, go on. So, so that that take issues aside, that that is the most important thing because that's not a four or eight year thing. That's a thirty to four year thing, right? And so we have to be realistic about who we want on the Supreme Court. That's number one. Number two, when I think about issues that matter to Antoine C. Wright and most people who look like me or who uh, who who operate in the in the same mental capacity I do, right? Healthcare infrastructure how do we lower college tuition you know how do we how do we uh how do we deal with terrorism abroad and at home how do we how do we put communities of color back to work how do we reform our criminal justice system to make it fair you know how do we deal with community policing uh, how do we deal with climate change because believe it or not China didn't create climate change you know the serious things that we face now and that your children were facing your children the only candidate I know that's talking about issues and I mean issues and how we fix those things is Secretary Clinton I mean that, that's been pretty clear people criticize her for being an issue based candidate like all she talks about is policy well, that's what that's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to deal with the realities of policy. Now, will she be able to get everything done because there's DC gridlock? No, but I, I am pretty sure she will be the candidate. I think the only one that can meet Republicans in the middle and at least try to get a common sense agenda passed, so we can try to move this country forward. Because the train is leaving the station. Whether you can get on board or not, the train is leaving the station. The Donald Trump supporters, that 40% of white men in this country who don't want to accept the fact this country is getting browner and they have to now live in a society a with more brown people. A little more complicated people. than that, but go on. If they don't want to live in a society with more brown people. Look, that train has left the station, brother. It's happening. So, 
everybody needs to get on board with this new America, right? Of what this new America is going to look like. And I think Secretary Clinton is the one who would do that. So just, um, you know, and again, as a Republican who can't vote for Donald Trump, I kind of like to think about um, sort of, you know, what, what, what can I do? You know, what, what can we do to, to, to make, make things better? Uh, and, and because, because like, like Beth, I'm in a place where I, I cannot vote for Secretary Clinton either. I, I can't do that. Um, and there are various, you know, reasons why the, the pro-life thing is a big part of it. Um, but, you know, I think one of the things that I think would help in our country in terms of elections and also, and also in terms of sort of the polarization and the divide is more is federalism you know where where states get more freedom to do their own thing uh and uh you know people talk about you know one one way to do that would be like a convention of states which is in the article five of the constitution there are a couple of ways to introduce constitutional amendments one of them congress can do it two-thirds of both houses i think the other method is the convention of states if you get two-thirds of the state legislatures together by convention, they can propose amendments to the Constitution. And then you have either way, either one of those two ways that the amendments are submitted, they, they have to be ratified by three-fourths of the states. But my, now, man, now, anyway, my man, can I ask you a quick question? Though? Yes. You talk about states have more power. Have you looked yes. at some of the states in this country? Well, I, tell you, I, I mean, tell have you, you looked at some of the well, policies, even yeah, in South no. Carolina? We got... Go ahead. But, but, but you know that that is a that's a that's a good point. The thing is, is can we trust some of these state governments? Some of these state right. governments are crazy. Some of these state governments are backwards. Some of these state governments don't know what they're doing. Well, and here's my contention: is there's no reason intrinsically that bureaucrats at the federal level federal level are any more wise or less corrupt. Than the ones at the state, and vice versa. The ones at, at the state level, there's no reason to think they're any better people than the ones at the federal level. What is different is the closer you are to the people, the more likely you are to be held accountable by those voters. And so, I, 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 I would hope that we move towards the presidential election not mattering as much, because most of what really affects us, hopefully in the future, will be determined by local county governments uh, and maybe the rest of the state and maybe a little bit of the federal government you know national defense you know big ticket items now but can i ask you another question yes uh, and, and i mean this from the bottom of my heart when did things come so bad in america because i didn't hear you well, i ain't gonna say you but i didn't hear your argument when during bush 41 i didn't hear a lot of the arguments i hear now during 42 my my president bill clinton I didn't as, as terrible as Bush forty three was from a policy and an economic standpoint. I didn't hear this. America became so bad after we elected President Obama, and it's all this cold, cold language. We got to make America great again, or the federal government is so bad. I just didn't hear any of this stuff doing forty one, forty two, or forty three. And maybe I was living on a rock, but bro, I'm a student of this industry in this business i didn't hear none of this right? i don't recall saying that america is so bad i mean I, I, that's at the republican convention you start i think he's referring to yeah no um, i mean the whole yeah i'm not here to defend donald yeah, trump yeah, i think that's clear well not even trump but he, even he, i mean just some of the stuff that i've heard from GOPers sent post 2008 if America's so bad, then why you here? If government's so bad, why are you... I mean, like in South Carolina, people talk about government so bad. Look, this this state has been controlled by Republicans for 20 plus years, but yet government's so bad. Yeah, I think, you know... I, yeah, that's, I mean, government's so bad. Been controlled well, by Republicans well, here, here's, here in South Carolina. Here's what we're... I'm, I'm, I'm telling you this for... for, for um, 
I'm a, uh, I'm gonna apologize to those who are turned off by how this went, but I think we just we've shown America to in today in 50 minutes. We are separated in every way. We are divided in every way. And we are divided in every way. If you if you think about it, just do you you know. Um, Strom Thurmond ran the states' rights um, in the states' rights party. I, I, that, I, that would be hard for me to, to 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 be able to look over. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but even even in the fact that like you have um, we 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 just choose to divide ourselves in every way, and and and, and, and but we say we we say we're the melting pot. So where's the fire? Well, well, I think I think, you know I think I'm united with him, and I think with you on the fact we're both followers of, of Jesus Christ, right? I think that I think that's I think, I think we both I think we all want to get to the mall. I want to go seven to seven. He may want to go twenty six. You may want to go out twenty. You may want to go through downtown. Yeah. But the goal is to get to the mall, right? And I think we have a different way of doing that. But what I what I what I get disgusted about. Is like repeating stuff that you hear and not digging into it, right? right? Now, don't 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 deal with me on with the Fox News talking points, right? If you want to have a political discussion, let's have a serious discussion based solely on fact, yeah, yeah. not on like the. And no disrespect, my brother over here, but that was the that's the same stuff that we hear from Ruler Giuliani, uh, you know, the Trump series, right? Most of the stuff he said that was a repeat of that. Like, let's deal with fact. If you're gonna talk bad about him, I'm not saying Secretary Clinton's perfect because she's not, and I'm not either. And no, is anybody. Walking the face her, but let's not make up stuff about her that you hear on TV without dealing with facts, right? I, I just I, I, I can't be a part of it. I think that's I think that is why things are so polarizing. Things are the way I mean, they are. so I'm gonna you guys are gonna think I'm out of my mind, but I think that it should all come back to the church. I think that if we if our churches were multi-ethnic, multi-generational, missional churches, I think that we would be able to see where people who are different from us, what they were saying, their shoes, we would be able to hold their hand and say, I stand with you, I may disagree with you, but I love you and I see where you're coming from and we can come together and we can unite despite our differences because Jesus is the one and only savior of the world and because of him, Right, we're gonna be in heaven together. Sure, sure. Right, that, that, like, that, would, be, that would be true. Of but systems listen, too. But listen, listen. So I think that's problematic. When and and and, and trust me, as a minister, I, I would love to see that day, and I hope that we do see that day. I don't know if we'll ever see it because in order for that unity to come, it means that we have to admit some very harsh things about ourselves. And it is un-American really uh, for us to admit the bad about ourselves in order for another party uh, to receive what they are supposed to receive. So I, I hope that happens. I, I disagree. I, 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 I think hope it's that happens, but I don't know possible. if that, because, because my white evangelicals who see the things that Donald Trump spouts continue to but support But you can't him, say white evangelicals no, 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 as a whole, no, but, like, but that's not fair for me. No, I'm, I'm just saying, but I'm, I'm just, the, the, the major ones that are out there Well, the major, the, the polls say the majority. The, the majority. It's called the, it's called the loud minority. Well, I'll tell you this. That's what it's called. It's called I'll, the loud minority. I'll tell you this, that it has been very hard for me to see some uh, leaders like hundred percent. Say, I'm just going to throw a name out there, Tony Perkins. I still respect the man, but he is sticking with 
Donald mm. Trump. And I, I have... Dude, I just Googled some of the big names that are... It is tough. Are, it is tough. I agree. And it has been... I'm a little bit disillusioned by that. Well, here's, here's the I, thing. You say that on one hand, but you and nobody else will give... There's a wonderful article in ABC that talks about Hillary's faith and her connection to faith and how every morning before 5 a.m., her minister sends her a scripture and they go back and forth about the Lord and his teachings. Yeah, you all will say that, I, but you will never look, give her credit. Like, I'm people not, criticize... I'm not here the, to no, no, hold call on. into question. Hold, hold on a second. No, hold on. People criticize... personal faith. His, That's not what people I'm here to do. No, Republicans will criticize 44 for his faith. And my God, he was one of the first presidents that had a faith outreach actress. My good friend, who Time Magazine called Obama's pastor-in-chief, ran that faith office, who sent him scripture every day, prayed with him, did all the things, but yet you got the extreme wing of the Republican Party who will call him a Muslim and do all these things. This man is a born-again Christian. I think that's, I think you talking about white people and black, black people dwelling together. I think that sounds... It's sound, not even about white and black, you, though. I you mean, said Latinos. Most, you, okay, so you I say mean, that. The world is like... I, I get America that. is is not about white and black. Can I finish black. my point? So you say that, but the truth is we have a reality where we have... This world is made up of the have and have-nots, right? So until we get... Because the church, for most people, is just one day of the week. So until we get people who are in power, who are in control, like in this case, Congress and the, and the Republican Party, who decide that the have-nots, which most of the time they look like me and, and Latinos that you talk about, until they get serious about empowering us instead of trying to keep us in this basket called the have-nots, that won't happen. There will always be majority black churches and white churches. Why? Because that, that's where the comfort zone is, right? Well, you know, it's interesting. Going back to what Beth was saying about it starting with the church, it, voting is important, and I do not want to diminish the importance of voting for ethical leaders that believe, uh, that represent you, that you feel represent you. Um, but again, government is not the source of all our answers. Sure. We, we need to participate, and we and we are you know we have the right to vote, and it was paid for dearly, and we're accountable for that. But it's not it's not the only thing that matters. And I think none know. of us are, and we are, we are all conquerors with Christ, and we can't. I truly believe we can do anything together. I mean, it'd be just, be just being, just yeah. There, there's some, man. There, there's some, there's some healing that has to go on. I hundred percent in this country. And 100%. Number one, but and, Jesus uh, is about reconciliation, it, right? And so, like, that's what we're supposed. That's what we're supposed to be about as believers. Um, but where, that reconciliation comes from the fact that, truthfully, the less type, the less amount of types of people that you touch, the easier it is to group. And, and, and there, and statistics are, are very clear about the fact that we don't have enough of this, uh, of even a room that looks like this. Yeah. There are many people that live their entire life and don't need the person of the opposite. Race. And, and 100%. The, or, or, or we're not willing to actually hold. Like, and the church hey, is the best chance let's get to, to know have those kinds of meetings. Absolutely. Um, that's how we got together. Okay, uh, last last words because we are uh, we we've been done actually. <laughs> we got to give away tickets to the Lecrae concert. Oh, we got the uh, we, we got the thing going. <laughs> well, yeah, we about to get. I, I, I want to end by saying this: there are there are seriously people in this country who is questioning the integrity of the election, of this election, saying the election is rigged, and unfortunately, because a lot of people decide not to do homework. They tend to they tend to buy into this stuff, right? If you hear anything enough, you will start to believe it. Well, I just came to declare, Pastor, the devil is a liar, right? The beauty about democracy is to make choice through our elections and so forth. So, don't anybody who's listening, watching, whatever it is, 
Don't be fooled that this election is rigged and the media rigged the election and all this hoopla you hear from a certain group of people in this country. It's not, right? It wasn't rigged in 2000 and uh, it wasn't rigged in 2000 post President Clinton. It wasn't rigged in 2004. It wasn't rigged in 2008. It wasn't rigged in 12. And it darn sure won't be rigged in 16. Cast your vote. Make your voices heard. At the end of the day, after this election, will be really the defining moment for this country. It's whether the Donald Trump supporters, that 40%, can get along with the people on the other side. If we can come in the middle and make some decisions and start the government for the Senate. I believe Hillary Clinton is the only candidate who will be the best candidate who will try to govern this country from the center. Yeah. We're we, we doing, we doing some last words out here. We getting out of here. Um, as, they get, as they get the bucket together, you, uh, I think the buckets. Who's who? That's, that's I I I just want I want you to know that I, I respect you and uh, thank you for what you do. I mean, uh, <laughs> that, that's a hugger too. I, I am. Yeah, that, that just made that. me so happy. Mister <laughs> <laughs> Mop. Yeah, well, I'm, I do want to agree with Antoine about the whole rigged election thing. It is. It's just as dangerous to claim an election is rigged when it's not as it is to claim that it's not what it is. Uh, so it, it's, Donald Trump, is, it's really irresponsible. It's, it's not it's, not good. It's disgusting. It's, it's not good. Now, as a person, and I say that as a person who cannot and won't vote for Hillary Clinton, <laughs> but for, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. But thank you all for having me here. It's been good. Yeah, to talk. Yeah. Enjoyed you. Awesome. Uh, I just want to say this, and this is going to be controversial, but we do not live in a theocratic state. And I think that we have to remember that, that although we do vote with our spirit let's vote with our conscience too because sometimes those can conflict and uh let's make the right choice i got a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old and i want to set them up for success so remember them as you go to the poll absolutely absolutely your vote counts and you know an informed vote is the only vote that actually counts though to tell you the truth an uninformed vote is a dangerous voter Ebony? i agree an open invitation uh, to the uh, Over the first one said, the first one said, I just bought land and I must go. So, 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 so.